Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. When a young Mexican-American soldier vanishes from a U.S. military base, her family leads an international movement to find her and expose the ongoing corruption within the military ranks. Vanessa Guillen always dreamed of joining the U.S. Army, but after reporting being sexually harassed at Fort Hood military base in Texas, she disappeared. I'm going to leave it there. There's a lot to talk about in this uh wonderful documentary film called I Am Vanessa Guillen. We're joined today by the director, Christy Wagoner. Christy, welcome to Film School Radio. Thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate it. Well, thank you so much for a, a wonderful documentary film, a film that, as I mentioned to you before we got started, that hits a lot of very important points, uh, not only about the case involving Vanessa, but also structural issues, social cultural issues and we end up in the political realm and it's all done with the assistance of a lot of very interesting voices in the film i'll just start with the basic question here what prompted you to get involved in this project how did you find out about vanessa again i uh first learned about vanessa's disappearance probably I would say seven to eight days after she'd gone missing. And I actually saw a post on social media. Um, Vanessa's older sister, Myra, was basically pleading for any information, any help in trying to find her sister. It struck a chord with me. I'm an older sister, really relate to feeling very protective and and I could you could already feel the desperation and pain. and and it's also just it was just so odd that, she went missing from a U.S. military base, uh, just that in itself. I I paid attention to that and, like many people, just kept hoping, you know, Vanessa would be found and everything would be fine. But it just kept escalating. And then, you know, it two and a half months, three months later, Vanessa's remains were found. And, you know, at this point, it be, had, had become an inter international story. It had come out that, you know, Vanessa had been sexually harassed on the base the military was denying that, you know, a whole movement had basically been launched about the sort of rampant issue of sexual misconduct in the military. Yeah. And so I really just as a citizen wanted to support. So I started going down to DC, uh, my partner and I started going down to DC because the family was there. They had already started advocating for a bill and I went to the marches and we just became a observer, supporter, and started actually filming some of this with my iPhone. Some of the footage in the film from the DC March is from the, those first times that I went down. But yeah, it, it was an issue that really struck struck me on a personal level. But you know, it's also an issue that I've been involved with in, in sort of a different way. I used to work in the nonprofit sector on police misconduct issues gender discrimination, racial profiling, those types of things. So it sort of like was a full circle kind of story in some way for me. So who do you approach first? Uh, Gloria, her mom, or Myra, her sister? Or how does that process begin in terms of telling the story? You know, I'd go down to the marches and they were meeting so many people at, at this point in, in the, uh, 
in the process. And so, you know, they were always all together. You know, it was a very kind of like many months of a process of getting to know each other. So it was sort of like a collective. Yeah, but going down to DC, I met them, I met their attorney. There were some other people that were helping them at at the time that I met. But it was, you know, months of discussion and, you know, about whether or not it made sense for them to uh, do a film. It actually ended up being something they they felt would actually help in their effort to uh, pass a bill to have it documented. And so in that way, it was it was actually aligned with their goals to sort of do the film. But it was a month, many months process in in agreeing to um, work together. Right. Well, on one hand, you're, you know, you're approaching a family that is going through an immense amount of grief and, and turmoil. And on the other hand, you have this ongoing issue of sexual misconduct, sexual harassment. So there's exactly, there's a lot of words to, to be used in terms of describing harassment and uh, real danger in the military for, for a lot of people. One of the key points or key parts of this film is Fort Hood and the culture of Fort Hood, which you get into in some detail, putting aside the bigger picture of how much uh, sexual misconduct is going on in the U.S. military, Fort Hood seems to be kind of a planet onto itself in that regard. Yeah. If you talk to a lot of people who are well-versed in uh, the military and uh, circulate in that world, Fort Hood has a reputation. One of our subjects says it pretty pretty well, Lucy Del Guardio. She she mentions that Fort Hood has always had this reputation as um, a hot spot, a trouble spot, and it has such a long history of really, uh, really serious crimes that are shocking that if any of these crimes happened in succession like they did at this base in any workplace, it would be... It, it couldn't continue, but it had sort of gone under the radar. A lot of these stories would, you know, get a little attention, but then fall back under the radar. But uh, yeah. the, the Vanessa Guillen story has really illuminated a lot of those problems once again and forced reform. Well, just to describe for people if they don't know, Fort Hood is in Texas, close to Waco, Texas. And it is a huge base. It's a gigantic um, uh, military installation. One of the headlines that we see in the film is that 28 people died in in a year, um, I think, just around the time that uh, Vanessa's uh, crime occurred. So it it is a, a place that's fraught with all kinds of issues. And uh, and this is another thing. And it, I, I really think that this is, in some ways, beyond getting to know Vanessa and her family and their um, their tremendous courage and their conviction and their determination. The other thing that for me, a takeaway from the film is the institutions that we see in the film and how unresponsive they can be. And particularly when it comes to the military. So I, I, we can save that for another, you know, as we move through our conversation, but that is something that I don't think most Americans, most people watching this really understand. And it's laid out beautifully in the film. Yeah, that was one of the major issues in trying to find Vanessa. There's definitely a sort of insular environment and almost like a wall between, you know, the military culture and the civilian one. And uh, as it's depicted in the film, it was very difficult for the family to get consistent 
accurate, up-to-date information, reliable information. And as anyone could sort of imagine in such a desperate moment of trying to find your loved one, the frustration of not not having clear communication, not having very open communication, you know, basically they felt forced to start protesting outside the base and demanding information. It's it's one of the more frustrating parts of, of that experience. I mean, Vanessa herself, we get to know her in a way that uh, truly infuses the character of her on the, in the film. And it's maybe not the most appropriate way to say she's a, we get to know her in the film and we get to know the impact that she had on other people, uh, including her sisters. And she's, she has a fiance and we get, we just get to, that's again, really helps us understand and relate to the gravity of what we see in the film that her murder uh, was tragic and terrible and brutal, but it also feeds it's part of another greater narrative. Uh, And um, uh, let's talk about some of the other people that you got to, to be a part of the film who I was very much um, impressed with, which was uh, Lucy Del Gaudio, who is a survivor of sexual assault, but also an advocate. She, along with the attorney, uh, Natalie Kwam, both of them to me are the, the voice of reason, the voice of the way forward in all of this. Um, How did you get to know them? I'll start with uh, Natalie Kawam, who is um, the attorney representing the Guillen family. Myra Guillen, uh, the oldest sister, reached out to Natalie. Uh, She was struggling really to get any legal help in the early days of uh, the search for Vanessa. And I know she she reached out to many attorneys, most of which refused her case, or there was one who was really trying to get a fair amount of money off the family. And Natalie was recommended to her and they hit it off right away. And you know, Natalie took the case uh, pro bono, has a lot of experience dealing with military legal issues. You know, she had a groundbreaking case uh, before this one that enabled military members to actually sue for medical malpractice because uh, that wasn't possible before Natalie took the case. And then Lucy Delguadio is a former service member and has become an advocate and survivor of sexual assault. And she is just so incredibly effective in communicating emotionally, but also making clear like what the issues and problems are in terms of how the military legal system functions and is and how it's dysfunctional, actually. So she is just a tremendous advocate. And we were lucky to get her to be in the film as well. Yeah, I found her to be very effective. I want to remind our listeners, we're talking about the documentary film, I Am Vanessa Guillen, and it is currently playing on Netflix. And urge you to check this out. And we're speaking with the director, Christy Wegener. So as we move through this story, and I don't think I'm giving too much away here, we eventually end up at the legislative solution slash uh, opportunity um, for the family to get some kind of redress and address some really fundamental structural issues within what within the story as to what happened to Vanessa. And that is a fascinating part of the story, not only for who we get to know, get to meet Kristen Gillibrand and um, Jackie Spears as well, but to see this as it sort of unfolds in the in the sort of the political realm and the legislative realm, they're separate, but they 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 are certainly a point in which they they merge. Again, I can't underscore this enough. 
it's really important for people to understand. We get frustrated with the, with legislators and with the pace of change. And in this film, we see how it works and why it works the way it does. So what about that part of the story was a revelation to you or were you familiar enough to with this process to know that this was more or less where it was going to go? I mean, there's many parts of the, the whole the process yeah. of trying to pass a bill is uh, beyond difficult. Um, <laughs> I I mean, it's almost impossible is what <laughs> is what we, we sort of witnessed and learned. Um, right. But it was remarkable to see this family with no political experience at all. And their just tenacity and persistence in meeting with some of the most powerful people in the country. So, you know, that was, uh, we were really fortunate to be able to witness that. And they did it in the, one of the most divisive times in our country's history. And, you know, this was a bipartisan bill yeah. and that, that in itself is a huge accomplishment. So. Yeah, that, that was, thank you for bringing that up. Some of the people we just mentioned, there's Republicans and Democrats in there that don't generally work together, but there is something about the military. There is something about military issues not only just the fact that this is something we should all care about, the effectiveness and the cohesion of our military, but also the fact that these bases are huge economic engines, very important to this, these these communities. So for a lot of reasons, not just the defense of the country, but also the fact that they are powerful political and economic engines, if you will, in these regions. So it does matter. That's such an important point. Um, because uh, the military impacts every single person in this country one way or another. The health of the military, the functionality of it is so critical to all of us. We all know someone. Um, these are our, you know, our children, our sisters, our brothers. You know, they're willing to take a bullet for the country, you know, in war. And that's what they sign up to do. They shouldn't be <laughs> killing each other on U.S. soil in these bases that, you know, they have to be in a functional, healthy environment being able to train on these bases. And um, yeah, so it needs to be operating uh, in a manner that is sustainable. And yeah, and it definitely is something that relates to every single person. So it's a really important issue. We we forget that every year without fail and by bipartisan support, the largest military budget on the planet is passed with virtually no debate, which by the way, bothers me that we never really seem to debate the largest part of our, our budget and with and with the ramifications that, that all of that entails. So it is an incredibly important part of our country on so many different levels. And to have a glimpse into it through this film is again another um, uh, wonderful part of the telling of the story. So, first, my congratulations to you for the film and for for I am Vanessa Gian and for landing on Netflix. Congratulations on on being there. It's uh, such a great platform. And then for for introducing not only me but to the world uh, to Vanessa. And the murals that we see as the near the end of the film, how many there's dozens of murals that have been produced with with Vanessa in mind, and that was heartening to see, wasn't it? The community in Houston rallied around this family and this issue in a way that was just so inspiring, and we would be in tears when we would go to Houston. It was just so stunning to see the murals were amazing and there's beautiful artists that contributed to the film who did tremendous work but the volume of people and 
how thoughtful they were and how much that how much they cared and supported the family was just unbelievable to see. And that community really uh, shows what it means to be united in a way that I really was moved by. We were all moved by. There is a subtext to the immigrant experience as well in all of this, which is another element in the film that I thought was um, important and uh, just part of her story. Well, Christy Wagoner, thank you. Thank you so much for the film. I am Vanessa Guillen. And thank you for spending some time with us here on Film School Radio. Yeah, thank you so much for talking with me. I really appreciate it and and for um, putting a spotlight on the film. That's You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio. Thank you.